Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Live life, breathe air. I've been a snatch tail this week. <laughs> You are really excited about ah, this. I'm telling you just how I feel. So wake up the members of my nation. It's your time to be. There's no chance. <laughs> I'm really trying to figure it out. I have no idea why that song came to me, but it was literally the only song that came to my mind right now because the only thing I can think of is cussing this bitch out. Okay. Well, I hope you have a good time. I'm sure you will. Woo! So anyway, I am Samantha Puckett. And I am Anthony Cosby hyphen Knowles. And this is The Read. Who's Samantha Puckett? So anyway, guys. I was listening to the I Am World Tour. (laughs) I was watching the DVD earlier. (laughs) So Cosby slash Knowles. Hyphen. Whatever. So who is Samantha Puckett? So this week for Black Excellence. Fine, I'm just going to Google it. I want to recognize one Dr. Nigeria, forgive me, Dr. Samuel Achilefu. I'm I'm so sorry. I hate mispronouncing. Oh, on iCarly. Okay, sorry. That is. I I never really watched that show. Anyway, so the good doctor uh, received the St. Louis Award last year. He's a professor of radiology and biomedical engineering, and he and his team developed these amazing cancer visualizing goggles. So essentially what this thing does, it, it's magnificent. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, they have these machines that can, like, search for cancerous cells in the body, yeah. and then they have to go and do, like, the surgery and try and hopefully cut all of the stuff out. But with this, they kind of, like, inject a tiny bit of like fluorescent something into your bloodstream and like then they a little use light the, thing yeah okay and then it finds all the cancer cells and they use the goggles in operation to oh cut to it go out. get it all yes oh and that's so, so dope black folk look at black making people just world changing things just changing science so that some of you old ass racist motherfuckers can live but we don't even have welcome to go there you're right you're right you're right so i just want to tip my hat to that man um, in St. Louis and his whole team for doing something so awesome dope. and great. Um, I also was going to give uh, Black Excellence to Marshawn Lynch this week, but that would have been ghetto and not really like... Mm-hmm. Marshawn just really loves chicken. Right. And I mean, he's just real. Very enthusiastic about chicken. <laughs> and, you know, but that's, uh, you know, we're not going to do that. Um, he is still, you know, Black Excellence. To me. Like, personally, also, that's how I'm walking Because away from chicken the in your socks is just, it does not get realer than that. Google. I it. need my wings. 
So, um, this week on uh, the segment that we called uh, Fuck the Family. (laughs) (laughs) Family, I let the family in my house. You know what? The family fucked my husband. Yes, they fucked my husband. Mm, Classic black cinema. She was trash. She was. Oh, I hated Cousin Faith. So, um, like, bitch, she let you in the house, and this is what you do. Ugh. But anyway, and nobody even like, like, bitch, you, nobody liked you anyway. And then you gonna fuck around with your cousin's husband? Like, she be ashamed of yourself. Hose, ugh, hose. Like a read letter. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> so, um, let's start with some good news. Tweet mm-hmm. is um working on a new album. Yes, thank God. Amen. I heard that it's going to be called Charlene. She's said to be working with Missy Elliott uh, again, and it's supposed to come out the top of next year. Okay. Charlene so, is her mama, right? Not believe, Anthony Hamilton Charlene. I believe Charlene is her name. Okay. Oh, Charlene but, is know, Tweet's real name. Oh, right. Fuck. But, you know, she's a mama. She's yeah, a black mama. so right. Yes. Okay. So that counts. Um, so that's just, you know, some good news. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still listen to her old stuff. So. I still listen to you know, smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I do. So I'm excited for her. Good for I'll her. never forget when Oops Oh My was on the radio sometimes. My mom used to love that song so much. And then one day she picked me up from school and it was playing again. And she didn't jig to it like she used to. And I asked <laughs> why. And she said that she realized it was about masturbation. She didn't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is so Christian. <laughs> So I love it. <laughs> oh no! She was like, Just "Wait one. a minute!" I looked over to the lab. <laughs> like, I was, I was like, feeling so. Wait, I had to do what? Oh, uh. <laughs> in a Jamaican voice. Yeah. So okay. Sierra spoke with. Um, so we're just gonna go right into the bullshit then. I gave you the good news. <laughs> oh, that was it. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine then. The Blackish has a season two. That's good news. Okay. Um. No, don't try to make none up. <sighs> <laughs> Beyonce's still gorgeous. Hey, and in the studio. And in the studio, something's coming. I feel it in my bones. This bitch is working on something. I'm giving her till my birthday before I request, at the very least, confirmation of. A new project and blue ivy's gonna hit you with the we'll tell you when we are ready i know that you. but i'm just you know i'm giving her a few more months before i'm just like hey beyonce if you don't mind may we you know <laughs> a mixtape please like i'm not asking for the music i'm just asking for her to say i'm coming back to scalp you hoes soon enough. april 2016 right Can i don't know just get if a date? i have <laughs> another surprise album in me like no, i don't know if i can mm-mm. take that again like my heart beyonce you can't do this to niggas twice like come on the first time almost ruined me please don't just let me know oh so y'all have got a beyonce break but oh and she's <laughs> back you bitches are gonna have to log off <laughs> anyway so oh uh, the point is sierra Oh, right, God. Oh, God. So she was talking to Access Hollywood, and they were asking her again (laughs) about her abstinence with... um, (laughs) Build-A-Bear. Tim Tails. And um, Russell Wilson is his name. Yes. He's just, you know, so nice. 
it seemingly. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of a black Tim Tebow with a little less of like the the Texas brand of Christianity, but like that same, oh, I'm a wholesome, pure dude and everybody should love me and I love God, that whole thing. Yeah, I am. You don't know who Tim Tebow is? Oh, no. Oh, you don't have the time. No, don't. A simple Google search will not explain what that means. Like, so Tim Tebow <laughs> is okay. All right, an uh, American football quarterback. All right, never mind. Sorry, I'm Philadelphia. Oh, that's not far from here. I'm really sorry that I even said so. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that I even brought it up. Huh. Not ringing a bell at all. Nothing about him. No. Uh, he. I feel like blood is involved. Okay, so Sierra is not giving Russell Wilson any ass because I'm just going to bring you back because you know Tim Tebow you don't know Tim Tebow goes to church oh my god why <laughs> why oh he was born the same year as me look at that oh my god aren't you guys cute no no well no he's not but anyway I don't trust him anyway <laughs> now that you got your Google the point out, is yes the that point. they asked her about this yet again <laughs> And she said, um, until the deal is sealed, they're absolutely holding off on, you know, uh, the promise video. What deal? Uh, marriage, I guess. Oh, girl. What? <laughs> the deal? <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> bitch. The quote says, it was an organic thing for him and I. Uh, what? Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> organic <thing>. <laughs> 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 what we get for not reading it in advance this was no. organic it was an organic thing for him and i think he was just being honest about where we are it's cool when you get to build a foundation with someone on how much you care for each other and really know each other's personalities so it's real fun not getting no dick that doesn't sound fun being in a relationship that and having to put up with somebody's shit and not getting any miserable ass. especially if you're both fine <laughs> like you got a great body. I got a great body. Why are we not pushing these together? It's not like y'all are virgins. <laughs> what if he has a micro penis? Oh, oh God. Then why is she? You know what? But I guess maybe she's ready. Because for you know what? She's got to get out of the dirty sprite <laughs> mentality and move the fuck on. Sierra's That's like, it. I need to do a one fucking eight. And you right know now. what? God bless it, Sierra. And I hope that it fucking works out because you gotta leave got these you. trap niggas the fuck alone. Because I could tell Future has one amazing penis. Either it's huge, or he knows exactly what to do with it, or he has tongue from god or all three something like that because how does future have this like gaggle of baby mothers all these fucking kids like continuously disrespecting all these bitches and still women like throw themselves on the ground to fuck this nigga what is it what is it about him he's charming okay his dreads are clean i oh is that that's important if, if that's you're the best dreaded. thing you can say about it have you listened to dirty sprite too have you actually listened to it because i tried oh here's the thing Oh, my God. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so, listen, I feel I have a problem with this Slave Master song. Okay. Um, I have a problem with rappers still glorifying uh, Codeine and Sprite and shit, even though it keeps killing them. Yes. And then they're like, oh, rest in peace. How could this happen? We because live you miss niggas- them so much. Anyway, sip, sip. Like, <laughs> I don't get that part. That part confuses <laughs> me. But the cover art is beautiful. So I listened to Future's album that last stock night photo from that they found on Google. Sure did. <laughs> I have seen that stock photo in like six different photos. That junior high ass photo. <laughs> that chemistry textbook ass cover. So I listened to the album um, in full last night, and 
I've seen the light. Oh my god! And the colors are like uh, blue, purple, and pink. How high were you when you were listening to this? Oh, way up. Okay, okay. <laughs> I felt blessed. That explains. But the it. point is that you know, Future could be a fuck nigga if he want, if like all he wants yeah. to, and you know, Clearly. I don't understand a lot of what it is that he's talking about. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point is that I personally have a connection with ratchet ghetto ass hood music mm-hmm. at we know this yeah and that album spoke to me on a level that <laughs> oh my god i wasn't prepared for so it didn't sound like one long ass song to you it did at first because when it first came out and i kind of like skimmed through it i was like all of this shit sounds the same but then i've realized that you can't be sober <laughs> you have to like <laughs> you have to that's when your mind opens up okay to like the the land that he wanted you to be in Uh-oh, like no. it's really oh, no. a journey so you have to get high before you listen to this then is what you tell during me. Okay. whatever you want to do all right um but this all i'm saying all is the drugs. that I, every one of them he's on every fucking this nigga listed every fucking drug like, sure did. i don't think he left one damn thing out what is how is this nigga still alive you should have like, called rx he, <laughs> <laughs> no that's i just, just don't you know he's on all of it i just yeah sure i but don't know how like i feel it, about I future it. the person Thought it was a drought though. Like I can't even. There's okay. no. All right. The Perkins and stripper joint. <laughs> okay. The song is called the Perkins. Anyway, it's ratchet and I love it. All right. Um, and Sierra's not getting no dick, but she's not mad, so I can't be either. No, as long. I mean, listen. If staying prayed up is working for the two of them, then amen. I can't fathom it, but all right, girl. Whatever works for you. Um. So, Young Thug and Birdman took shit too far. <sighs> Apparently, they might get hit with the Rico because... <laughs> Why are you like this? And we're getting to that. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> once upon a time, I think back in like April, Lil Wayne's tour bus got shot up. Yeah, I remember that. And so now they're saying that this was all a plan between Birdman and Young Thug to have Wayne basically assassinated. <laughs> Jesus that's the wrong word. Murdered will do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm speaking from I know. the mafia. Yeah. So. No, I get it. My bad. Anyway, so that's that. Meanwhile, Young Thug got thrown in jail and bailed himself out for making terroristic threats to a moral cop. What? After he apparently said that he would shoot him in the face. Oh my God. What and is on wrong the other with side you, of niggas? things, Birdman is suing Jay Z for like $50 million after Wayne released his uh, Free Wheezy album on title. Did anybody listen to that? Right. Who even cared? Like, you suing Jay-Z for $50 million over an Daddy. album nobody gave a fuck about? It just reminds me of the Boondocks episode the, uh, with Thugnificent. This is so messy that I have to believe that these men have had a sexual relationship with one another. Like, it's it's beyond rap shit and it clearly is like i feel like it's obviously going deeper than that because y'all are hiring niggas or setting niggas up to get shot up on the fucking tour bus my nigga it's that fucking serious all this is over an album i don't fucking think so these Watch niggas the used to with Thug it's on i've seen season one it's you on mean Netflix. um you've never seen it 
what's his face? Uh, Aaron Magruder, the Boondock Show, right? Yeah. yeah, I've seen that shit. That is exactly what these niggas are. Mess. But you know what? Can we all just get along? No. So moving on then. Um, so you didn't care about them niggas. <laughs> you just said that to say it. No, ain't nobody got time for y'all niggas to be running around shooting each other over songs and shit. Y'all all rich. Get right. over like... Build a bridge. Why this can't is everybody petty, grow personal up? shit. And it's something, like you're saying, that's deeper than just, oh, your song. Right. And it can't I'm just be, oh, my, my album, song. on this, on that. Although, Young Thug, you in this for what, girl? You This feels like not your lane, but okay. Young Thug looks like a we don't have to eating Because we've talked about that nigga before. He looks like... No, you know what? I it feel, doesn't matter. I feel Christian today, but you know how like sponges will grow things... If you don't wash them and like so anyway, sanitize. I'm not waiting any longer. Okay, you. I feel like you've held back honestly as long as you possibly could. Nicki Minaj, right? The VMAs are coming up uh, next month, I guess, or usually it's August, September. It's usually around this time of the year. Mm-hmm. And so they released the nominations. Um, I think yesterday and you know it's the typical spread that you would think Beyonce, Nikki, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, I don't know, Selena Gomez, Assorted Mambo number five, I don't know, that's just, uh, whatever. Um, so at some point Nicki Minaj got a bit upset because she felt as though she was deserving of the video of the year nomination <clears throat> for her a song and video anaconda from the pink print album she then went on a bit of like a twitter rant saying i'm not even gonna read them but she's basically saying that if she were a different kind of girl, meaning a white girl, mm-hmm. with that video that it would have been nominated for video of the year, and it's because she's, you know, you know, it wasn't a video celebrating slim girls and, you know, race, this, that, and the third. Now, when I saw that, I said, Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, that was, like, the first thing. Just like that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because I said two things. A, (laughs) it's a video music award. It's not a Pulitzer Prize. That was my very first thought. It's a VMA. It's just a VMA, no shade. And the Anaconda video was dumb. It's terrible. It was, like, that's just the fact. So It's not that Nikki doesn't have a point, but I wouldn't have went up on that cross behind the Anaconda video. You're making... An extremely valid point. About the wrong video. At the wrong time. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, yeah, okay, Nikki girl, but uh, whatever. Yeah. So like, and then come to find out Anaconda's nominated for a bunch of other shit, but it's not nominated for video of the year, which right. she felt it should have because of like the impact. And granted, it did have like a large impact. That video and song yeah. was like all over the place, which I couldn't understand because I thought it was horrid. It spawned a bunch of memes and everything. But yeah, it was really fucking bad also so um so yeah she went on this whole rant and was saying things like um when the other girls drop a video that breaks records and impact cultures they get that nomination (sighs) 
And honestly, all Taylor Swift's video did was break records because it didn't impact nobody's fucking culture. That video was boring as hell, too. Just because you got a bunch of famous faces in it does not make it a good-ass video. Who called <laughs> Taylor? Kendrick. Who? Kendrick Lamar. Who was it? I want to know who was speaking to you. Who summoned your ass, Efrit? <laughs> who was it? Who called on Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift comes clean out of nowhere talking about, and she acts Nicki Minaj. You got to at least give her that. <laughs> I've done nothing but love and support you. It's unlike you to pit women against each other. Maybe one of the men took your slot. But... Mm, mm. I'm going to just let you get it out. Get it out. Take your time. I knew (laughs) not to trust this heifer since 2009. When Kanye West got his black ass up there on that VMA, that same ass award show, <laughs> and told Beyonce's whole truth, <laughs> and all of white America got all upset <coughs> because this dark skinned nigga got up there with his drunk ass and he stole this microphone away from this little white girl and her 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 wheat dress or whatever the fuck. And then that whole year they caped for Taylor Swift. That whole entire year. That white girl, like, she was already doing a little cute whatever the fuck on tour, but that year made her. And at the American Music Awards that very same, 2009, the year Michael Jackson died. I remember when we had this conversation then. That bitch beat Michael Joseph the Jackson for Artist of the Year. The year he died. It was at that moment, ladies and gentlemen, that I knew that she was a demon. And I have not trusted her since. Mm -hmm. And all of these white corporations, the Pepsis and Cokes and whoever the fuck else can put all of the money behind that bitch and have her shooting Indiana Jones short films and stuff for her music video and putting flyers on your car for her goddamn albums and shit. And that's fine. But what you won't do, madam, is you won't stop on the issues. That's what you won't do. Because Nicki Minaj could have been all upset for the wrong reason all she wanted to. But she actually, it's like she accidentally proved a point. Mm -hmm. Because essentially she was salty that she didn't get the video of the year nomination, which I still don't understand. But the point is, if she's talking about a disadvantage that black women have in the entertainment industry, in media altogether... And then here you come, talk about she's pitting women against each other. How? How? Where? How could she? How do you know that she wasn't saying that Mark Ronson and, and homegirl that decided to jump her dumb ass into it, Bruno Mars? Yeah. How you know she wasn't talking about them when them skinny ass heifers that was walking in front of them in that uptown funk you up ass, dumb ass, fucking pinky from Friday <laughs> ass, dumb ass video that's nominated? <laughs> like, how is she pitting women against each other? White women need to understand oh, Jesus. a simple thing. I love that I'm totally here for the feminist movement and I'm totally here for, you know, gender equality and things like that. But black women have to rally for gender equality and racial equality. And you as a white woman still 
have advantages and privilege over black women. So when a black woman is talking about that, that's not pitting women against each other. It's stating a simple goddamn fact. So what you should do is shut your dumb ass up and listen to those motherfucking facts, bitch, before you want to come out here talking about your motherfucking videos, bitch, with you swinging over goddamn law and order casts and shit and doing all this. I am so sick of this fucking sloth. I am so tired of her and her cheek-to-cheek ass grins, her joker smiles and all of this shit, bitch, I see right through you. I know the game. And all you're here to do, (sighs) let me back up. You know, let's talk about Tidal because Tidal came out. Here's Jay-Z with his whole entire black ass talking about how artists aren't making enough money from streaming and, you know, all of these digital sales and they are creating this new service that you can it's an alternative and artists will get more money and you can get you know exclusive things and beyonce calendars or whatever the fuck <laughs> right and niggas white people dogs cats dandelions everybody was like fuck you yep. and the boat you run in on spotify is for the free apple music comes along three-month trial girl everybody gets a three-month trial at the beginning because that's how the fuck we roll right taylor swift swoops her white ass in talking about so girl i don't know what they were talking about because (laughs) i want my money for those three months that's cute y'all hoes can listen to this shit for free if you want to but i want my money press releases we are so i just you know on second thought all you girls will get your payment. I don't even know. We're so sorry, Miss Swift. Our bad. Like, what the fuck? That's and the, the same type thing of shit. happened when she took her music off Spotify because Spotify had a free option. She took her whole fucking catalog off Spotify and it was blog posts about how Taylor Swift is a feminist icon and look at this woman standing up for herself and refusing to work for but free. But the moment that a black woman stands up and is talking about black women's issues then they're pitting women against each other and they're anti-woman and they're you know anti-feminism and all of this other bitch y'all are so lost and you can keep it and i was this close to buying that bad blood with kendrick lamar on it i was this close to accepting taylor swift Mm. as a musician that is just going to happen in my life oh but god he (laughs) brought it full circle yes he did and he showed me the light i see right through you she's got the renegon she's got something up in there she's like (laughs) she's not to be trusted okay She's just full of white smiles and blush and all of this. Oh, you know, boys are bad. Hey, white girls, let's all drink fraps and fight together and all of this shit. But on the inside, she's a piece of shit. Somebody called her the Piper Chapman of the music industry. And I cackled because that is exactly how the fuck she acts. That is a just like that bitch. It is. Taylor Swift is Piper. She she definitely everything about her. Like, bitch, you are so fucking fake. Who? And then she had the nerve to say, if I win, you can come up on the stage with me. Bitch, my bitch. Bitch. So are you going to do what you always do and act like you're super shocked about it? Or are you going to just sit in the fact that they're going to give this shit to you just because you had everybody in Zeus pay for your motherfucking videos? (laughs) And on top of that, now a black girl complained about it. You already know. They're not like... 
I would just go ahead and give it to motherfucking Beyonce because she shot that sickening ass fucking video on a <laughs> whole entire iPhone 5. With a selfie stick. <laughs> What? Fuck her. I know they sick of Beyonce. Like, oh, goddamn. I wish this bitch would just go to fucking sleep. I know y'all tired of her. I know you are. But Taylor Swift was a guy. Passing out baked goods and shit in Tribeca trying to get all the goddamn bitches to come to your fucking parties and shit because you want to be motherfucker the, the Supreme. She wants to be the American Horror Story Taylor Swift. Look at you. I can't stand her. What a wretch. Nobody was talking to you, miss. And even if the shade was there, you should have left that shit stand. Because I am tired of you white heifers coming out here all the time trying to hold hands with all the women but the black ones. Because when black artists like Nicki Minaj and Beyonce fight for all the girls, ooh, I love Nicki. Ooh, I love Taylor Swift. Yes, let's fight for all the girls together. But when they start talking about the black women and the the disadvantages that the black women have against white people in general oh girl i'm not in that fight go fuck yourself bitch that's what you do write a blank space to hell heifer (laughs) okay i think you covered it and as if Nicki minaj didn't have that to deal with because niggas throwing her ass out to sea because the anaconda (laughs) video was trash so bad and pierce morgan's old hoe ass is out here writing dumb ass Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Nobody even cares. No one even cares. You're not even American. a platter of dicks. (laughs) No one even cares about... Where did you even come from, girl? See, the problem with you is that you got a British accent, you wear suits, and you got motherfuckers forgetting that you write for tabloids, but I see you right through YouTube, bitch. (laughs) You're not gonna come on the internet and talk about black Twitter is gonna hate what I have to say about Nicki Minaj, as if niggas weren't capable... There was niggas agreeing with Taylor Swift. So the fact that you would even log on here and assume... what black people are going to, or assume that black people are even going to read your funky ass article in the first place means two things. A, you're racist and B, you just want for people to read your funky ass article so that your motherfucking male or, or yep. Britain's Got Talent or whoever <laughs> can make some fucking money yep. off of that same ass black Twitter that you out here trying to antagonize. Yep. So guess what? Eat a dick <laughs> from the back. Black folk, you have to stay woke. Piers Morgan, Perez Hilton, Andy Cohen, all of these white queens out here trying to piss y'all off. They just want for y'all to be. They need it. So they can call you angry. Right. Because their media is boring and bland and nobody gives a fuck. People don't engage with it. You get online, you take from black culture and you put it on television. You get online and specifically try to rile up black Twitter. That's because you know that that's a core group of people that can get your engagement up, get your fucking views up, get your fucking money up. And that fucking influence matters, bitch. You tweeted the hashtag right. you did that shit you already purpose. know what we fucking right time it is you, bitch. so bow down bitch you already know what motherfucking time it is black twitter Go gonna be ahead. mad you better thank you better say thank you black twitter for sustaining my career thank you black twitter for paying my goddamn rent fuck out of here bitch i see your game nigga because Nicki Minaj didn't want to take a picture with his ass or something. I heard. Oh, I don't bye, give a fuck. Bye, no bye. one cares. Fuck you, young lady. No. Nobody asked. Body Nobody asked. Cares. Folk, the next time that this hoe and the next one and that one over there, Stacey Dash and all these bitches feel like <laughs> they just want for you to hug them and tell them to call their mammies. <laughs> Bitch, that's not what I'm here for. Call your mother, your father, whoever the fuck was your guardian and ask. Ask them to give you the attention that it is that you clearly need. As if that wasn't enough. Here comes Meek Mill. (laughs) 
out of absolutely the goddamn nowhere. <laughs> Man. Talking about all like Oh my god. Did he not log on earlier the day and see that she already had, had been shit going she to through deal it? with? Right. Did he not already know that it was like this whole shitstorm with Taylor? Why would he get high and then come online and start all this shit with Drake? Like, I had to leave. I had to log off. It was too much fuckery for me at that point. I had to get the fuck see, off the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is again why you can't you guys you just can't leave <laughs> you just can't niggas alone i know they got big dick and they know what to do with it and they just a little slow you know niggas don't be reading all the way at grade level but you have got to leave these niggas who do not have your best interest the fuck behind girl meek mill got on the internet yesterday oh my God. Last and night. it was late right wasn't it like midnight it was like 11 okay yeah. For like a solid three hours. <laughs> what? Because every time he would tweet something and be like, yeah, and then log off and be like, and then another thing. <laughs> and he'd be like, and I ain't got shit else to say about it. The streets know what it is. But then that other bit, like. <laughs> this must be in between bumps. What, what the fuck, Meek Mill? What are you going through? Nigga. Why would you do this to your girl? So he says the following. Um, well, every time a nigga do numbers, they try to make her up a reason. Okay, nobody cares about that. <laughs> I was supposed to do 200,000 first. So I don't care about that either. Okay. Nikki is not. I'm going to read it the way it's tweeted. Yeah. And it's get it clear. Nikki or nobody not responsible for my success. I've been have the culture with me. Don't ever get that confused. Niggas so fake you can blow their cover in two days. Stop comparing Drake to me too. He don't write his own raps. That's why he ain't tweet my album because we found out. So you mean to tell me that you online being petty so as fuck right now? You <laughs> are saying My nigga, are you really are you really doing this because a nigga didn't tweet your link? <laughs> because you didn't get a shout out. What? Because Dreams Worth Money is not in Drake's Instagram bio. What? So now we all have to hear about this. When your ass was in jail, Drake had big ass free McMill t-shirts. That's not on. the point. That's not good enough. Apparently, you need to give a bitch Woo! some, you know, you need to tweet these girls out, all right? Oh Scoop up that iTunes link, that piff, whatever the fuck, and get these girls together. That's what you have to do. That just Don't goes forget. to show you can be so successful and have a beautiful girlfriend and be at the height of your career and still be worried about what niggas on Twitter are doing. You are really pressed over a nigga not tweeting your link, my nigga. You, you are a grown man, though. I just want to know. If Drake doesn't write his music, then who the fuck wrote those poems that he was going to read to the strippers in Atlanta? Fresh has got to call us. I want to know the answer. Like, who did right. Alicia and Katia take the shots for? I need answers to several questions. Because if right. he has a ghostwriter, that's a bad bitch. And I feel like if he has a ghostwriter, that person is not doing, it's not ghostwriting like all of his music definitely not all of his bars or his albums because it's too much of that like light-skinned niggas in his feelings kind of feel to all of his shit like i feel like he wrote it because all his shit is like the same emotional light-skinned so nigga drake. music right it don't even sound like a bunch of different niggas it sounds like drake so if he's if he has a ghostwriter then my hat off to that nigga because he has captured drake's essence fucking perfectly 
you know something <laughs> i feel like they were both on individual tour buses nikki and meek and they got into an argument over something else or you know what maybe <laughs> meek was like babe you gotta chill or you gotta relax or no calm down and that's when Nikki was like, calm down. You know, no, people don't like when you tell <laughs> yeah, them calm no, down. Yeah, no, not at all. And she said something slick. And then they got into an argument. And, and then he probably she probably, like, sent him a screenshot of one of the several videos with her and Drake. Yeah, she probably did. Where they're all over each other. And he got mad. Oh, I mean, but really. So you decided to get on Twitter and lash out instead. Like, this is a mature way of handling things. This is why you got to leave niggas alone. You got to leave people who don't know how to fucking act who think that because they feelings are hurt, they want to go on Twitter and put you on blast indirectly. Leave that shit out Because of I feel like at this point, Nicki Minaj is clearly going to say, you know, I'm going to choose the dirty over you, bitch. I ain't oh, afraid to lose First you. of all, like, Woo! if it was a question of Drake versus Meek Mill, then I'm bitch, interested in seeing what's about to happen. Because I feel like, girl, okay. The the countdown is on on this relationship. It can't last much longer. Like, I feel like even Nicki has to no see that by now. really... Like, I didn't expect that Nicki Minaj and, and Meek Mill were going to have this extensive, this long Especially since they got together right after she broke up with Sapphira, or whatever his name is. Like, that was instantly. Sapphira. So, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. He also accused Sapphira of twerking. <laughs> well, did he? <laughs> Shit. Because I've heard from a few people that Sapphira is I saw the alleged video of Sapphira doing the twerking. Oh, you did? And they're saying that it's not him. It's one of those grainy. Mm. It could be anybody. Like they're when real- they said that that girl... In the fucking in that random staircase in Queens that we'll talk about. Oh, was Nikki Remy Ma's pussy? Yeah, well, she kind of looked like Nikki a little bit. The hell, a she little. Didn't. I mean, she I looked know. like Nikki's stud twin <laughs> sister. Well, and fraternal. I had heard, I had heard that Nikki was a lesbian like before, and then when yeah, well, she because when she first came out, she was always talking about girls and stuff like that, and then she was like, "Oh, I actually don't have to sell records to you know, I don't." <laughs> have to pretend to be a lesbian to sell records and then she kind of stopped so never mind all right well fine the issue is that i mean drake i feel like probably me mill is feeling threatened by drake lately drake is doing well drake has hit his glow up he's fine all of a sudden there's just nothing that makes sense here there's obviously a missing portion to this story why are you coming for Drake right now? What is and then to have these auxiliary niggas speaking up? Why is Roscoe Dash in this conversation? You know, nobody the, has sent for you in since like 2010, young lady. That was my favorite part of last <laughs> night, actually, <laughs> because from? apparently Roscoe Dash also had you know some words <laughs> because oh, oh, we got to give the white people a moment to go Google Roscoe Dash. He felt like uh, all the way. One of your daughters listens to it online or whatever. Um, but Roscoe Dash is a thing that happened. And he felt, you know, as though Meek Mill was doing a lot and told a story about how. (laughs) (laughs) About how he got clowned. He approached Meek, I guess, um, to do like to collaborate on a song. And the quote from Roscoe Dash is, and he told me, fuck out of (laughs) here. Which I'm 100% sure is true. That was the funniest thing I think I heard. I like, love I it. laughed all <laughs> night. And so, yeah, it was like, Roscoe, like, what? Like, everybody, what the fuck happened yesterday? Why are all of y'all online right now? 
I just I don't know what Why to say is about everybody it participating in this. Like, and then he's talking about you know if if I had found out that Hove wasn't writing his songs, I would have done the same thing. And you know I'm from the trap, and I just got to be honest. It's like all right, Meek Mill. We'll see how long that you know trap okay. honesty right. keeps you around here. See. Why are you bringing Blue Daddy, Blue Ivy's daddy into it? What? The whole asked you to bring the Carter family into this situation. And then you bitches wonder why we always have to go hard for these niggas. Because no one says a word to them. They do not they don't talk get on the internet. Nobody. They don't fuck with no, like they do not engage on social media at all ever them niggas put shit up and then log the fuck right back off they don't never talk to y'all they not in your fucking internet clicks why the fuck do y'all keep bringing them up ladies let this just be another shining example Woo. of how man fragile fragile okay look men at are. look at this and ego when they allow you to think that all of these emotions and, mm-hmm. you know, sensitivity, jealousy, jealousy, gossip, that these are all traits of women. <laughs> Just take a Meek look. Meek Mill told you so. <laughs> he told you different. Right there in all caps. <sighs> And all of this is behind what, really, honestly, nothing. It's and it was no still reason. so loud, even though there was no audio. Like, it was still very, very loud. (sighs) Well. So, I don't know what to say about this. I mean, Drake is, you know, no doubt somewhere saying... He's flying above, honestly. Drake just does not have time for this monkey shit. You know what he said? Drizzy got the money, so Drizzy's gonna pay it. (laughs) That's what the fuck he said. And that's I think Drake was like, okay, well, you know, I actually have too much money to have to deal with this. I'm just gonna go pick a dot on the map and just go enjoy myself because I'm fucking rich and I can do that. Yeah. And the rest of you niggas should take a take a fucking cue. Yeah. Good luck on your girlfriend's tour. Girlfriend that gave me like seventeen left. <laughs> God, I mean, because I'll be around once she leaves your ass. Like, so. why even bother? Right? Why even, just leave him alone. Addressing this clown ass nigga, like, but like, honestly, Meek Mill, you nowhere near Drake's level. So what are you even? You throwing these stones for my what? My favorite song was Rico, and that was because Drake's verse on it and the beat. Oh right. Um. Well, I'm not gonna argue with but that. But dreams and nightmares. That intro is phenomenal. It's like. It's going to be one of those hip hop classics, I think. I do. Well, it maybe makes the club go crazy. And even Drake said that. What is? I mean, when I listened to Twitter when link. I listened to his album, I didn't dislike it, but nothing. Oh, I love it. Right, but nothing jumped out of me at like, oh, this nigga is gonna be like an all time yeah, greatest. Or be, it's just gonna be like one of those those songs that yeah. in a few years, fifteen years even, I feel like they can play it in a club somewhere here up in the northeast coast. I mean, and saying somebody has a ghostwriter is not ending nobody's career. It never has. We all know that these niggas have ghostwriters. You not Drake could never rap again and that nigga will just buy all the wing stops <laughs> from your boss and whatever and He's like, jealous because Drake is fine like, who now. Even- I really think that's it. These niggas are jealous because Drake's glow up. So anyway, up. that's it for Drake is in the middle of his glow up and they are mad about it because he's getting sexier like every day. I can't explain it. You know something? Nikki probably had like a text come in. <laughs> Don't do this. And it was just like kissy face emoji or something. You know, niggas are just very... Niggas are so fragile. And I think... But what is it about them like... 
just because you feel threatened as a man does not mean you get to just take all your little hard well, men feelings. deal with their um their emotions differently than women do like women i think are a little bit more and again i don't really l- like or deal with anyone yeah so no i know i'm you know guesstimating <laughs> but from what i see women are typically a little bit more vocal about what's got them going emotionally like what you've done to upset them why i'm sad why that bitch at work pissed me off i'm gonna tell you all about it like they're like that men bottle all of that shit up and then when they get when it gets to like be too much that's when they lose it and they start telling everybody's business or they shoot somebody or like well i just wish i would get y'all shit together like just figure it out girl do you need to you need a very you need a different definition of what it means to be a man. You need a stronger sense of self-worth. Like because for you to get on the internet and let all these hurt ass feelings come out, my nigga, it just it only looks bad on you. It only makes you look like a dumbass. All I know is that, you know, if you a hood nigga, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. I, you know, love hood niggas and have plenty have hood nigga friends in my family <laughs> and family oh <laughs> lordy but at the same time um hood nigga mentality can only get you so far and it can get you lots of money from hood yeah niggas, oh it can but it can only get you so far and every now it's not like sustainable after a while if you want to achieve longevity or a certain amount of like uh, success where you can build mm-hmm. a foundation that will be around in the long run, you have to evolve from that hood and nigga mentality. So you can be from the trap and continue to be honest all you want to, but it's going to take you to a certain point. Because guess what? All the white folk that have the money that are going to be spending on these Nicki Minaj tickets and such, mm-hmm. I'm sure they don't like what you have to say about Drizzy. Because <laughs> they love him. But assuming but you I mean, are actually interested, right, assuming you're actually interested in getting out of that hood mentality and into a business one. Some niggas don't care. Right. And maybe you need to study Jay-Z instead of bringing him up in your bullshit high-ass argument on the internet. Maybe take a look at what Jay-Z did and try to model your career after his. And then y'all be wondering, oh my gosh, there's so many white people working for Jay-Z. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, girl, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um... Is that so, it? fuck the family. <laughs> Hot topics, Beyonce and more. Bitch, you already know. So you you just not going to do it at all? Oh, my goodness. Bitch, how do I met? Okay, I have to blend bitch, you already know. Okay. Work you on it. You already know. All right. I, I'll fix it. I'm I feel it like happen. you can do it. Bitch, you already know. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it right there. <laughs> bitch, you... Oh, Mm, yum. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Parachute. Parachute is an online luxury bedding brand based out in Venice Beach, and they create everyday bedding essentials to enhance your sleep from sheets, pillowcases, duvet inserts, cashmere blankets, and even candles. And I love me a good candle. Their bedding is premium quality and toxic free, meaning there are no harmful chemicals or synthetic finishes used. I got me my parachute sheets not too long ago, and they come all packaged very yeah, nicely. 
tied up with a nice little thing there and it just feels great it's very soft on my bed that I already adore so the sleep's been great yeah it just makes it even better because the sheets are made out of 100% long staple Egyptian cotton which is the best in the world and they're manufactured in a mill in Tuscany and they've been weaving bedding, bedding sorry for nearly 80 years so it's a direct to consumer model is really dope like the sheets feel great it's like a luxurious brand we think you guys are going to love it so go to parachutehome.com slash read and parachute will give you $25 off on your first order with code READ that's parachutehome.com slash read and enter READ for $25 off at checkout to start sleeping better today on some luxurious Egyptian sheets and such as and so on Le jour. yes let's get back to the show so it's time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to askthereed at gmail.com. Um, we're going to start this week um, with a question from Chet, who is from the Bahamas. So can I do my Rihanna accent? No. And it says, from the Bahamas. Oh, sorry. Well, it says, but the headline says Caribbean slash West Indian. So it's like, it's a question about the Caribbean and that's where she's from. Okay. Just don't want anybody to call me racist. Fair enough. Anyway. Wagwan! Crystal and Kip Fury. No, it was bad. That actually wasn't wag, awful. Wag, hey, wag. You can just leave it where it was. Okay. Kiffiri, my question is directed towards you. A few times in the past, you've mentioned that there can be prejudice from Caribbean and West Indian people towards black Americans, but I don't think you've ever elaborated on why. Can you explain why you think that is? And I also want to remind the listeners that I put emphasis on can because it is not a general attitude that all Bahamians and West Indians hold towards black Americans. Chet also came to the live show in New York City and said that he had a great time. So thanks for coming and for sending in your question. Yeah, um, I think that West Indian black West Indian blacks or West Indian. Yeah, just specifically to black people in the West Indies. I think that, you know, they just have a, like, very separate culture mm. and a lot of their, um, I don't know, like, my upbringing as a child of Jamaican descent, mm-hmm. I think is, is I know, was very, very different than my friends that had black American parents. Um, I think that Caribbean parents tend to be a lot stricter. Um and I don't know where you just have like a different way of, of thinking than black American people do. So I think that for some reason, a lot of West Indian black people and African people kind of look down on a lot of the customs that black American people practice. Because like, for instance, like my grandparents, like older folk in my family would mm-hmm. always talk about, um, men who would be walking around with their pants underneath their asses. Like, that was the thing. And, you know, not to say that American families, you know, didn't have a problem with that because they did. But, like, my grandmother, if I wasn't wearing a belt, period. (laughs) Like, my pants didn't... My pants could have been on my waist, but if I didn't have a belt on, Mm -hmm. my my grandmother would be like, what is is your problem? (laughs) You know, it's just... I don't know. We, like... It's We're cultural difference. Yeah, it's just a cultural difference. And I feel like for some um some of them just feel I don't know, kind of like better than because they just look at a lot of the practices or the way that 
I think black kids are raised in America mm-hmm. and they just are like, how in the hell? <laughs> so yeah. that's what it is. But I don't think that not all of them are like elitist assholes. Just some of them. Some kids that I went to school with that were Jamaican who weren't even born there were like that too. And I would be like, but <laughs> bitch, we were both, we were born at the same hospital. Like what? <laughs> like you've been here just as long as me. I don't yeah. know what. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I think sometimes a lot of it, because this is common across, like, I think, immigrant groups across racial lines. There's this kind yeah. of like, you know, y'all versus them kind of thing between mm-hmm. even though, you know, we're the same race, the cultural differences exist. And a lot of times it just boils down to respectability politics in one way or another. Yeah. Usually some shit that white people came up with mm-hmm. where it's like the immigrants are made to feel like they're better. Like, oh, don't be like these, you know, black Americans or these Chinese Americans or whatever else. Like, you're better because you're this 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 like mm-hmm. it usually just boils down to some bullshit but i don't think i've ever heard you explain that either so. it's kind of like um all of those cuban people that come to miami all the time and want to be white and like hey like enough to vote republican like that's what that's how you stay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact I mean, that that's it's like true. common it's... knowledge like vote for you know this party and it'll be cool like that's what i've always known it to be but it's just kind of I don't know. It's a thing. Like, I don't feel like my my parents really look down on black American people, but I have heard them say things before that just be like, I don't understand how black Americans do this, that, and a third, or how you can let your child do such. Like, I've just yeah. heard them say shit like that. But they say shit like that about white people, right. so I don't know. I like, mean, it's it's cultural differences, and I think that's fine. Like, it's t- totally fine for people to have different ways of raising their kids or you know, running a household or whatever else. Mm-hmm. If y'all would just, some of y'all white people don't know how to leave everybody else the fuck alone and just raise your kids and worry about yourself. But anyway, our next question. But listen, sweetheart, <laughs> you're still going to stop for me when I need a cab. And that's a cold, hard fact because the streets are like they don't hold on your asses. I don't know. I could call through on one and tell on these bitches. That's oh, what I'm yeah. going to start doing. You can tell. You pull your black ass You over. get that medallion number and be like, oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> or Catch you try me to, on a bad day. <laughs> I'm snitching. When they pull up and ask me where I'm going, I'd be like, don't worry about it. I'll tell you when I get in the car. You have to take me. Like, it doesn't matter. Cut the shit. All right. So anyway, our next question comes from, uh, let's say, Christina. And the (laughs) I literally had to just come up with that. And it says, the subject line says, am I asking too much? What the hell are you doing? Christina Aguilera. (laughs) <laughs> we who asked for that that's so, like that's some sh- anyway the question says so my fiance and i are currently living together and we also have a six-month-old daughter he has two children from a previous marriage and they are 11 and 7 they have their issues with me mainly because of their mother's influence and this is I'm not sure. the ideal situation mm-hmm. but i love my fiance and luckily i don't even have to see the children that often good <clears throat> They stopped coming around as much since we moved in because their mom says they're uncomfortable. I know that it hurts my fiance that the kids don't come around as much, but I'm not complaining because they are disrespectful and they also ignore me and my daughter whenever they come. I've communicated to my fiance that I will try my best to interact with them, but that I will no longer go out of my way as I have in the past because it is exhausting and I'm tired of feeling rejected. There's a lot of backstory here, but I hate to leave room for confusion. All right. 
My fiance often feels put in the middle, so I try to lay off him. And <laughs> I mean, girl, it's his kids. <laughs> so I try to lay off him and not complain. I'm gonna have babies with everybody. <laughs> I just, I'm in the middle. I'm sorry, that was. I, I didn't to, have to do that. You didn't. You chose to see. And but they do that all the time. They do. It's not fair. I try to let him be, but there is one thing that I ask that he just won't do. I have asked him numerous times to let me know when his kids are coming over as a courtesy to me. Yet still, after many conversations, I've come home from work on a random day, and there they are in my house, feet on my couch, eating up my cereal. I do not understand, <laughs> <laughs> lady. I do not understand. <laughs> Why it is so difficult for him to just call or text me to let me know when they're coming over. I don't think that I'm being overbearing, but he acts like this is the biggest task in the world. I'm not telling him to ask me for permission. I ju- I'm just asking him to be polite and let me know before I see them. I don't want to have to tell him that I need to mentally prepare myself before seeing his kids. Is this an outlandish request? Is there a nice way to explain why he should let me know? Am I tripping? That's Christina. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it Christina, again Christina I don't feel don't like do um, oh she's so over these kids she's over these fucking kids man. and the thing about like 11 and 7 year olds is like they're still too young to judge them like as people but they're old enough to be annoying as hell like sometimes you just want to throttle these fucking kids I get it girl but they're his kids she said her, her child is how old six her months six months yeah so, uh, the issue here is that those kids are eventually, they're, you know, that's, like, your child is their sibling. Yes. So. <laughs> and they call her half, like, they call her the half sister when they come around, which, you know, though accurate, can be a little hurtful. That's petty. It is. That's their raggedy ass mama doing that but see, bullshit. See, but see, these kids are 11 and 7. So now you have to ask yourself, why is the baby mama still emotionally invested? And the answer is probably because your man, a.k.a. her baby daddy, just stopped fucking her when you came around. <laughs> like, that almost certainly has to be the case. Because why else would she <laughs> still care? Let's, let's, let's not paint pictures. <laughs> no, because why else, why else would she still care about Maybe whether you... Maybe she's just a lifelong member of the petty spaghetti Or that, club. or that. But I have seen too many girls be, like, still caught up with their baby daddies after Maybe years Christina and years. And it's because they were still fucking... Maybe Christina, you know, has a better job. Maybe that's it. Maybe the nigga got his shit together when he got with her. Mm. There's like several reasons why she could be so wretched. Yeah, maybe. You know, okay. But either way, I feel like he should be taking these kids out more, or um, you know, maybe going over to their home and kicking it. I don't oh know. no, she's not gonna be it's okay with that. No, that's no. <laughs> I understand. Um, it just seems like he ought to be able to at least send you a text and be like, hey, my kids are here. Oh, my no. Kids are without over. a doubt. Like, the answer to your question is, hell yes, there ain't shit wrong with what you talk about. But I'm just trying to figure out how we can get rid of them all together. <laughs> okay, so listen. So, um, <laughs> like, we might as well just cut the question. Because, I mean... But see, her fiancé is acting like she's asking the world and being so inconsiderate. Uh, like, Why the fuck would I want to know who's in my house and when? Especially when these kids don't even fucking like me. Even if it wasn't his kids, like, I feel like if there's somebody in our house and I and and I don't, they don't live there, then why wouldn't you tell me before I come home? Like, I don't give a fuck who Tell me who is in our house. When I'm coming home, I want to know who's going to yes, be there. Absolutely. Unless it's not the bitches that live with me. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to just be... Especially... 
There ain't nothing worse than when you have come home from like a long day of work. And you had a shitty commute. And you are expecting that you just gonna come home and it's gonna be you and maybe just your man or you and your man and your kids or wife and your kids or whatever. And you come home and it's a party. Mm -mm. I I don't. I'm not in the mood for this. I I don't. I thought that I was gonna come home. It was gonna be me, you, my baby, and my DVR, some Netflix, and that's it. Anything but this. But now I gotta deal with the side eyes from these two babies' kids. They eat my fucking (laughs) cinnamon toast crunch on top of that bitch. Like the least you could do is give me a heads up. Absolutely. Yeah. This so is bottom ass line. So if he if he continues to have an issue with it, I feel like that's just something like you ought to be able to say. Like it's just it's nothing for you to send me a fucking text, nigga. It should be nothing. All right, that wraps up the questions for this week. Send your questions to asktheredergmail.com. And now it's time for the read. So I'm just gonna go ahead because I'm sure that you've got something good. No, I don't. Shut up. I just have something to Shut say. Shut your mouth. You know, I hate when you do this to me. Um, <laughs> you make me so nauseous. So I'm just going to say this very quickly about white antagonization. <laughs> okay. So um, if you've been paying attention, lots of people have been asking about what has happened to the woman by the name of Sandra Bland. And um, she was arrested for some bullshit, mm-hmm. which I'll get to in a moment, and then allegedly commit suicide in her uh, jail cell by hanging herself with a trash bag. And I'm trying to still figure out what kind of heavy-duty-ass trash not the point the point is what city is this again i'm so sorry it's um i think it was right outside of houston texas okay um so her family friends all say that she you know was not suicidal it's not like her there's a million holes in the story so on and so forth um i just want to talk about the dash cam video that just came out okay I don't even want to talk about how odd it was jumping around, you know, from here to there, like the ring. I just didn't understand, you know, that lots of people had questions about continuity and so on. Mm-hmm. But I just want to address. Um, I feel like our reads are going to overlap this week. Okay. And it's perfectly fine. I just want to address the actual discussion between the officer whose name I forgot and don't give a fuck about. And um, Sandra, because apparently he pulls her over for failure to signal like lane change or something like that. Mm-hmm. And as they're talking, like he said something to her, like, are you good? You, you seem a little irritated. Mind you, after this nigga already has an attitude and is already being slick with her. And she says something to the effect of, you know, I I am irritated. You're writing me a ticket when... You know, you were on my tail and I moved over to let you out of the way and then you stopped me. So I'm irritated, but you're going to give me a ticket anyway. So what can I do about it? And when I tell you that this is how she's speaking, like yeah, just, like, just this, like this, of course, he doesn't like that because mama's got attitude and she's not letting you have it. And so he says some shit like, are you done? You asked me about how I felt like so. 
again, normal, understandable response, which was, you asked me how I felt. I told you. Yes, I'm done now. So then he says something to her. Uh, he says, can you put the cigarette out, please? Even in this tone that is just like, you're fucking with yeah, this woman. I'm like you're you because I can. Yep. And you're doing this because you can. Yep. That's what all of this boils down to. I want... Ooh, there are so many ways that I can go with this. But I just... Mm, okay. So let me just say this. The thing that agitates the fuck out of me about cops, not even just the white ones, is that there is a sense of power that they feel that they have because of that badge and because of that gun. And they know that they can do shit like that to people and nobody will do anything about it. About it. Like black cops do it all the time too. Black cops will pull you over or stop you somewhere and have a stank ass attitude and be rude as fuck to you mm-hmm. because they know, bitch, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Like I'll shoot you. I'll arrest you. I'll do whatever. There's nothing you can do about it. So it's just this, this like annoying sense of like, power that they feel like they have just because of that gun it is power because they know that i can throw you in jail kill you beat your ass and do whatever the fuck and i can walk free it happens all the time so racists with these cops and badges these (laughs) guns and badges are using that power to act on their racism. You went and you fucked with that lady. You know that you pulled her over for some bullshit and then you fucked with her on top of that because she wasn't bowing down to you and she was talking right back and she was getting slick with you just how you were getting slick with her ass too. And you couldn't take that. So now she got to step out of her car when she he said, can you put the cigarette out? And before, when I tell you before I heard her response, I said, why the fuck should she put out her cigarette in her goddamn car? Right. You agitating the fuck out of her. You're being slick and rude to her on top of that. You're going to give her a ticket for some bullshit. And on top of that, she can't smoke her cigarette in her car. That's not against the law in the state of Texas, sir. And you fucking know that. So essentially, you're just tired of her having this quote unquote smart attitude, right? So now she got to get out of her car. Why? For what? You're yanking her out of the car now when you're holding a stun gun, stun gun in a woman's face and slamming her to the ground. Why? You have, it's like these cops keep escalating these issues with us and then want to throw us in jail because we have a problem with it. You can't go around poking people and fucking with people's emotions and antagonizing black folk and expecting for us to just sit and always take it on the chin. We're tired of that shit. And so now, because she had an attitude with your attitude having ass, she has to go to jail. And then here come this old motherfucking pot roast built bitch talking about she seen the whole motherfucking thing caping for this white man because he opened his mouth after this woman has already been slammed to the ground and cuffed and all of this shit in her maxi dress talking about do you have something on you but he's talking about this officer saw the whole thing she just got here what the fuck are you talking about and here come her black ass agreeing i saw i i I saw what happened no you didn't you didn't see enough to get like to understand how they got to where they did when you showed up in the first place so what are you talking about y'all just keep doing this shit because you know that you can so where's the woman now what the fuck my thing is cops and all white people alike this goes right back out to Piers Morgan and everybody else that feels like they can just keep poking and poking and poking and poking at black people and at the like 
the fragile like state of mind and emotion that we are already in you feel like you can just tap dance on our fucking nerves on top of that shit already like and then point guns and shit in our faces like it's like when you put us in positions like that all we can do is be rightfully angry and express that anger in which you'll then turn around and say that we're angry and black and this is why because y'all are always angry you're always complaining about something the only other alternative we have is to shut the fuck up and pray about it and allow y'all to keep doing this to us like nah I'm tired of this shit and I see right through all of this and I'm just so glad that the generation like we have so many young people now that are clocking the fuck out of this shit and are standing up and saying something about it because that tells my spirit that all we have to do is wait for a few more of these bitches to die and we'll be good so my generation I may not live to see it but oh lord if you spare us long enough I know we'll be good (laughs) just a few more you bitches gotta die and all you hoes out here who are passing this shit on to your kids who don't understand and just want to listen to the you know Schmigo's mixtape like me all you motherfuckers passing that shit down to them we got kids just their age who are out here listening to us and they're gonna clock your asses every single time you try it so what happened to her where's she at right what happened we got a lot of fucking questions about sandra bland texas department of public safety we got a lot of goddamn questions what was taken out that fucking video because it was clearly edited bitch where is the raw footage where is the fucking timestamp on the video what are y'all cutting out why did the officer move her out of the 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 vision of the dashboard camera what the fuck happened during that time and kept yelling at the other person who was recording to put the phone down he's trying oh when she had her phone put the phone down like everything right you can see and she said i know that i'm allowed to videotape you you can't tell me to put my phone i'm entitled to do this it's like all of these little bullshit laws and things that you put like, oh, well, let's just let's put cameras on on their uniforms and let's put cameras in the car and let's do all of this. Like, you know, that this all all that is is bait. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's just little distractions for us because you can record the entire thing and you can shoot these niggas in the head and no one's going to fucking do anything about it. Like no one right. is going. But you can see you could see in that video that he was like setting everything up already in that whole entire moment to cover up the fact that he was arresting her for nothing so it's like what do you want from us you want for uh, you want to keep fucking with us for yeah. no reason altogether, and for us to shut up no because guess what the type of attitude that my motherfucking ass has oh a cop can get cussed out so when it's me God forbid, just know I ain't hang myself because yeah. I wasn't going out like that just know if it just I, know and the what hurts me so bad about this is Sandra Bland could so easily be me. It's- a black woman who has been inconvenienced and harassed by the police, who knows her rights and doesn't take any shit. My nigga, that's me. It happens all the time. When white people are in those situations, yeah. oh, a white bitch could have hopped out of her car and said, I will beat your ass out here See? on the freeway and my husband will come and he will stomp the pulp even bloodier. <laughs> like, right. white people can holler in the faces of cops all day long. But that black woman asked you why she got to put her cigarette 
a cigarette out in her car and she's got to go to jail. It's shit like that. And then when we talk about it, everybody wants us to shut up and stop complaining and stop being angry. Let that shit happen to you. Right. Let that be your sister. Let that black woman who had seen it all pull over somebody's white daughter and hopped her and dragged her ass out the fucking uh, car because she wouldn't put down the cools or whatever and took her ass to jail for that and she showed up dead. I want for it to, like... But see, it never would be you because white women are allowed to be women. They're allowed to be humans. Sandra Bland's crime was the fact that she was a black woman in Texas who dared act like a white woman. She dared say, you know what? I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do and getting out of the way of a police car and got pulled over. So, yeah, I'm annoyed that I'm getting a ticket for doing what I thought was the right thing. She dared to vocalize the fact that she had an attitude with the officer because she was detained for a stupid ass reason. A reason that would have annoyed the shit out of anybody, but she wasn't allowed to be human. She wasn't allowed to have an attitude. Oh, you seem annoyed. You seem irritated. Why the fuck does it matter if I'm annoyed or irrit- irritated? Just write the goddamn ticket and give it to me. And that's what she said. She said, it, she said, I'm going to get a ticket anyway. So, like, what is even the point? She dared and to talk you back. you kept pushing the issue. Right. You escalated the issue to where it, where he it got. You wanted to break her. You wanted to break her. And you didn't even break. You're the one who broke, bitch, because you got red and you couldn't take it. You could that's not- what the problem was. Woo! That bitch had an answer for every, every motherfucking thing. thing and she knew her rights and she wasn't going to let you punk her ass and you couldn't fucking take it. You're a coward and a punk and every one of the pussies that she called you and you yep. can't take it. And guess what? You're going to have to answer to somebody for it. You will. You absolutely will. You sat there and killed. If if not you, then somebody working on your behalf killed that woman for having the audacity to know her fucking rights and speak up and about it. And you know it. something? Let us say, for argument's sake, no way in hell I even believe it. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, that Sandra Bland, for some reason, was just uh, distraught and, and super ashamed and hung herself in her jail cell. She should have been where the fuck she was trying to go in her car yeah. in the first place. She should have never been pulled over. She should have never been attacked. She should have never been berated she should have never been inconvenienced she should have never been there in the first place so if for some reason she actually did hang herself her blood is still on your fucking hands because you should have left her the fuck alone and if you were gonna pull her over for something so fucking tiny see that's what we talk about when we say the whole fucking system is guilty because black people are over policed anyway to the point where there is no room to do something dumb or minor like change lanes without getting a fucking ticket and then you you wonder why we don't want to talk to y'all and then you wonder why we don't trust you because you are in our neighborhoods way more than you are in white people's even though white people commit just as many fucking crimes but we are over policed and that is why black people fill the jail cells and fill the fucking prisons like you are doing this on purpose the system is set up to be this way and if that sister knew it and crimes, she would not take it if we're not committing crimes you'll just make a crime that we commit you'll just you yeah like, you'll just make some shit up and now find some other bogus ass reason to throw her in jail to throw us in jail or to kill us and even the Texas Department of Public Safety or whoever is in charge of these fucking police was like, well, it seems the arrest was unlawful. Like, there was really no reason to arrest this lady. You goddamn right. There was no reason. She dared to be human. She dared to be annoyed by and the police speak up bothering for her. She dared to say, why do I have to put out my cigarette? And you never did answer the question. Why does she have to put it out? If you're allergic to cigarette smoke, then write the fucking ticket and walk away. Cigarettes are sold all over fucking Texas. You can't be mad that somebody is smoking a legal substance inside their fucking car. 
You made her get out of the car for no reason. There has never been a time that I have been pulled over and the police officer instructed me to get out of the car. They always tell you to keep that your ass in the car. Never happened. And I used to smoke. I, you cannot tell. She was befuddled and she had an attitude and she was angry for a good ass reason. I've been pulled over for the exact same reason, actually, like at two <sighs> o'clock in the morning in Miami. And nobody was even behind me but this cop. And he literally sat. He was just sitting there waiting like for a reason to pull somebody over because I didn't even see him. He was sitting on the side of the road yeah. and I turned and didn't signal or I signaled as I was turning and he said something to me as he pulled me over like you're supposed to uh, hit your blinker at least 100 yards from the stop sign or some shit like that and I was like oh so I gotta be a driver and a mathematician out this goddamn bitch for you motherfuckers <laughs> like what the fuck and I just took the uh, the ticket anyway but it's like he was a black cop. Yeah. If he was a white cop, I probably still would have had a fucking attitude with him because why are you doing this with me? But I go into those situations already cognizant of the fact that if I say too much, yep. you could just shoot my ass right here and you will be at home in time for supper yep. and nobody will say shit to you about it. You'll be placed on paid administrative leave. And I feel like Sandra, she was an activist. She had to know, she, like, if I mouth off, this could be it. And she chose to die because she being real tired, just like us nigga i aspire to Sandra so rest in level peace, of realness. yes exactly that is a motherfucking queen right there died behind being real behind saying you know what you're not gonna get to just fucking antagonize me deliberately pick on me deliberately annoy for me nothing. For, 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 for no reason for being black and knowing my fucking rights just because you have a fucking gun and a badge Woo. and i'm black and you don't give a fuck about me you feel like you can walk around and treat everybody like shit or, or arrest me for no motherfucking reason for what Bitch, nah, we're not scared. I'm not going to be we're backing not. down. We're and not. I'm not going to let you motherfuckers hope me at all anymore. Just I'd because you don't respect real. me. I'm sorry. And that's fine. So shout out to Sandra Bland and the cops that were involved. Everybody who's been around trying to cover this up and make it seem like it's something that it's not. And like the whole hard fact about this is the, like, the greatest thing about it is it literally started with these motherfuckers creating this thing and black people being like that don't sound right and the more and more yep. and more we have been digging mm -hmm. the more and more you see the yep. bullshit behind all of this mm -hmm. and if niggas would have just been quiet that woman would have just been another person who has died because yep. of the cops because of this racial this racist ass system yep. in America and it would have been that's it it Watch Love been, and Hip Hop yep. when it comes back That's around. That's it. That's all it would have been. Here come the VMAs. Oh, here come the Kardashians. Like, nah, fuck that. Y'all are going to answer for the bullshit you that you keep on doing. And if you want to hold out these guns, guess what? There are going to be cameras that are going to be recording your ass. So, bitch, bring it. And you can stop getting on the internet talking about, oh, well, all police aren't bad. And one bad apple doesn't mean everybody is shitty. Listen, it's not one bad apple. Y'all got several fucking bad apples in what looks to be every city in America. Okay? This ain't no isolated incident it doesn't just happen up north it doesn't just happen in south it doesn't it's not just florida or california this is a nationwide goddamn problem it's the roots it's the whole goddamn tree girl that's it the whole thing and the more and more y'all keep trying to turn this shit into some fucking invisible ass phenomenon that's not really taking place even though we see it every single day mm -hmm. the longer it's going to take for us to move past it so like I have been continuing to say over and over again white people shut the fuck up stop making up your excuses stop trying to feel stop feeling guilty or 
defensive because black people are speaking the truth about y'all motherfucking asses. Be the change that you want to see. If you want us to stop talking about racism, bitch, open your motherfucking open eyes your and motherfucking do mouth to make it stop. and say because something when you see this shit. Can't be the difference. We've done everything. Walked, cried, died, gone to jail, done everything. Everything. What? more do black people have to do we can't be the change alone it's not going to work that way because we didn't create the exactly issue. we did not create the we the didn't system oppress of ourselves exactly so how the fuck do you expect us to end it this is your goddamn problem you need to speak up when you see this fucked up shit going on if you are not for us you truly are against us i understand there are white allies and you feel like oh well racism is terrible and all this shit okay well when you're around your racist ass friends and family fucking say something fucking talk about Sandra Bland and the shit that happened and how fucking wrong this is. Acknowledge to your goddamn selves that this would never happen to you as a white woman. It just would not. You would never have been probably even pulled over in the first fucking place. Acknowledge that there is a difference. Acknowledge that yes, we are women and we have a shared issue of bullshit, you know, dealing with sexism in this country, but acknowledge black women as having problems. Acknowledge intersectionality. Don't just pretend this shit doesn't exist because you bitches are not fucking helping. So... All right, so that wraps up The Read this week. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at This Is The Read. And check out thisistheread.com for links to every episode and links to shows and things like that. Yeah. and um, Listen, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> and you have, what, so you've clocked out now? You just are done? Listen, Do you want Friday me to do the announcement or not? And oh, okay. I'm going on vacation, so... There won't be a show next week, but no, I think there'll be a show, but it may be like late or different oh or God. whatever. But so if you're mad about it, make sure you tweet Kid Fury and not me. And girl, guess what? <laughs> that is smooth and fine because guess what I'll be doing? Enjoying a cocktail, not giving a good goddamn fuck because I work hard and I am this close to breaking. I need a beach and a beverage. And you deserve you deserve. I hope you go out to LA and you are just high and tipsy and in the ocean the you whole time. You have a good time, friend. Okay, so announcements. Yes. Um, Tour things. Yeah, let's just let's yeah, because that's obviously the big one. So. Oh, is there another one? Um, well, not that I can think of, but maybe. But oh, okay. But at the top of the list today. Okay, so we're going on uh, some dates. <laughs> You just refuse to call it. For the fall. <laughs> okay. So, are we starting with that? Okay, so Atlanta. Atlanta, we will be there on August 28th. London is already sold out. Thank you so much. We're so excited. That is so crazy. Ah, Seattle, October 3rd. Boop, boop, boop. Hey, white I'm people. I'm so excited to go to Seattle. I feel like there's so much like nature and like log cabins. Or it's like a like lot of indie, organic, do-it-yourself, natural hair kind of people. Like it's a dope vibe. It's like laid back and chill. That whole area, the Pacific Northwest. Super excited. St. Louis, October 17th. Yay. Y'all have been asking about this one. We're hyped to come down there. Charlotte, we will back. We'll be back in charlotte for a nice show november 15th and then closing the year out in dc on december 5th so if you would like to join us for some ratchetry (laughs) 
You can go to the readlive.com tomorrow, Friday, July 24th at noon Eastern Standard Time to get you some tickets to your perspective. Yes. So some of you, those are cities y'all have been asking for for a while. So we're excited to come see y'all for the first time. And some of the others, you know, we'll see you again. We always have a good time there. So we're hyped. Thank you, everybody who's been listening and spreading the word about the show. We appreciate y'all. Sure. And if there are any dates that we've missed, go ahead and let us know. Also, yeah, any places you want us to come for 2016. Yeah, I'm really interested in going to like some. I feel like we've done a lot of major cities, but I'm interested in going to some places yeah. that we haven't been to yet. Some smaller places, maybe yeah. that still have, you know, people who listen to the show, but it's not like a huge city. So let us know. Email us, tweet us, all that. Let us know where you want us to be, and hopefully we can make it out there. But I don't think I have any announcements other than that. What about you? You good? Um, We're going to be on TV this week, I guess. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, speaking of, did I talk about that last week, doing on Common Sense? I don't Maybe think I didn't. so. Anyway, um, I was on last week, and then Kifiri and I are both going to be on this week. So, <sighs> it's Uncommon Sense with Charlemagne the God on, he calls himself that, on MTV2. It airs Friday at... I'm Charlemagne. Yeah. <laughs> it airs Friday at 11 p.m., and we're going to be on this week with um, Andrew Schultz from the Brilliant Idiots. So, if y'all remember when we did that crossover episode... <laughs> Just, you know, you know, get ready. Pray for us because, you know, that could this could go a lot of different ways. So the acronym for this week is going to be. D.W.T.S.T.B. Dwayne Wade tastes sorbet. Okay, I don't know. Down with Taylor <laughs> Swift, that bitch. Really? I hate her. Okay. I mean, I How get... dare you? All right. <laughs> I'm just gonna... Okay. Mama long legs. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all in one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. 
Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.